Hey y'all, welcome back to the Toxic Mom Podcast. I just want to do a quick podcast about a story that has been circulating since Saturday. I got an alert and I immediately gravitated to it just because it had some very interesting similarities to the first one I did. If you have not check that one out, please do. I posted it earlier this week. It's about Malia Davis, a four-year-old that went missing from Houston, Texas last year. So this one is about a little girl, same name, Malia Bass, obviously different last name, but same first name. And she went missing from the same area as Malia Davis because a couple of the same people that were involved with her case are now on this one. So if this is your first time listening to my podcast, please make sure you're following my Instagram page that is connected to this at Toxic Mom Podcast. I am posting pictures that are related to the cases that I am talking about to give you guys a visual. I am also thinking about doing a Twitter page connected to it. I'll see. I'm just not too sure about that yet. But again, it's at Toxic Mom Podcast, and that's the Instagram page. So let's get back to this little girl. Her name is Malia Bass, and she is two years old. Her family gave her the nickname Tootie. And so she was last seen on August 22nd, 2020. She was on the playground at the apartment complex where she lives. And she was not being supervised. Malia was outside alone while her mother was reportedly inside the apartment cooking. The mother also has a boyfriend named Travion Thompson. She's been seeing him for about four months and he admitted that he was also not supervising her. He was playing a game. So I don't know if he was playing a game on his phone or a video game, he really didn't specify. So she allegedly was last seen at 9.30 a.m. Her mother claims while she was inside cooking, she was looking out through the window and she turned around for a couple of seconds and she turned back around and Malia was gone. The mother's name is Sahara Irving and again the boyfriend's name is Travion Thompson. For this podcast I'll refer to mother as Sahara and her boyfriend as Thompson. Once the mother Sahara realized the child was nowhere to be found, she states that she immediately contacted 911. 911, of course, comes out, gets information. What was she wearing? What was going on? What's the circumstances? So neither one of them hid the fact that they were not supervising her. They both admitted to the police that They were not outside while this two-year-old was playing alone in a park. 
um, an Amber Alert went out for her that same day. Texas EquiSearch also came to the scene along with police and neighbors and they began looking for her. Um, she was wearing a black tank top with multicolored polka dot pants and was carrying a pillowcase with lettering blocks on it, according to mom. So that's really all they had to go with. They didn't really describe her hair or anything like that. They gave pictures of what she looked like. Um, so they searched for her and later that night, a Amber Alert again went out. The next day around 11 o'clock in the morning, a female jogger was running in the Braze Bayou section of this area of Texas and she saw a body floating in the water. So she immediately contacted police and they came out and they pulled this body out of the water and they said that it was a child, obviously, because of the size. And they had a suspicion that it was Malia. I'm going to assume that the suspicion was based on what she was wearing because she was found with clothes on. The police did not go into detail any other things that were found on her or near her. They did just say that they had a high probability that it was Malia Bass that they had just pulled from the water. Um, family got word that a body had been located and um, again, they were going to have to identify her, but they did alert the family that they suspected that it was her. And it turned out that it was Malia Bass that was reported missing on Saturday. So a very sad ending to this story. On Monday, um, or excuse me, let me just go back. That day that they found this body, the police chief made it known that he was treating this as a homicide and that he highly suspected foul play was involved. This is the same chief, Art Acevedo, that also worked on the Malia Davis case. Again, that's from my first podcast. So uh, some similarities here. We have the same police chief because we're located in the same area and... So that's pretty much why I gravitated towards this case because it was like deja vu again. But he made it known that he wanted the public's help with this. He wants anybody that saw anything in that area or even the area of where she lived because her body was found about 17 to 20 miles away from her home. So it wasn't like it was super far, but that is quite a distance. So. They want the public's help. They're asking for like ring camera footage and stuff like that to help them figure out what happened here. Autopsy is obviously going to be done. 
and that could take a few days for results. And then, you know, if they're sending away for toxicology tests, that's going to take a little longer. On Monday, Quinnell X, a Houston community activist who was also associated with the Malia Davis case, met with the family. And after he met with the family, he was not going to be their spokesperson because he claims he left with a lot of unanswered questions. He stated it doesn't pass the smell test. No responsible parent would leave their child on a playground like that for five minutes in a high crime area and shut the door behind them. Quinnell X is also reporting that the parents, actually I shouldn't say parents, Sahara and Thompson left her alone in the apartment the night before to go to the store and the living conditions according to Quinnell X inside the home are rough. So we can just imagine, only imagine what he means by that. So we have two incidences now where the child was left alone. She was left alone the day she went missing. And she was left alone allegedly the night before so that the mother and the boyfriend could go retrieve items from the store. One thing I do like about Quinnell X, I looked him up. I've watched some of his videos. There's some things about him floating around like there is anybody that puts themselves out there in this situation. If something like he says doesn't pass the smell test or doesn't seem kosher, he's not touching it. When Malia Davis's mom's story to him just didn't sound right, he backed off. This story, according to him, after meeting with them on Monday, it didn't sound right. So he said, I'm not even going to go there. He held that interview where he said that he wasn't comfortable with being their spokesperson outside the apartment complex. So it wasn't like he waited till he got somewhere else. He stayed right there in that neighborhood and said, this is not right. A lot of the neighbors in the area were very upset because they feel like the parents failed her. Um, How could they leave her alone? You know, how could they just flat out admit that? So a lot of people are very, very upset with what's going on with this, with this case. The day that they found the body, Thompson went on television and he was making comments about the disappearance. He was very tearful. He seemed upset. He stated that the little girl he treated like his own. She knew how to do her ABCs, you know, just appearing like he was upset. So I'm going to just let you guys listen real quick to some stuff that he said. One, two, three. She know her color. 
she only two, she know how to talk. Very well because of us, me and my girl. She was smart. She was growing up to be something. When was the last time you saw her? The last time I saw her is when my girl put on any my girl put her in the park. She came and gave me a hug and told me she loved me. This is her routine every day. My mama could tell you that she loves me. This is her routine to tell me she loves me, hug me. And I sit here and play the game. She come, come for me, you know, we eat and everything. That's the only reason why my girl came in the house is to fix us something to eat because we haven't ate. So I called her and told her. So I also posted some of this interview that he did on the Instagram page. If you guys get a chance, just look that up. Uh, the interview's about two to four minutes long. I saw it circulating on Facebook, and I'll let you guys give me your opinions. You can email me at thetoxicmompodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear, after you guys got a chance to watch some of the interview, what you feel is going on or your opinions on this. The mother also um, made some statements on camera. They had footage of her collapsing, laying on the ground with someone holding her, and she said her daughter was her best friend. Why couldn't they take me? You know, stuff like that. But everyone seems to gravitate more towards the boyfriend here because I think his interview was a little bit more out there and circulating first. So it got more attention. So please give me your feedback on what you think. So this case is pending. We have no results of the autopsy. We have no cause of death. So... Once all that comes out, and if police do make an arrest, I will obviously update you guys accordingly. But I just wanted to do something because this was another sad story out of Texas. And I really hate to hear that another child's journey got cut short. So here's my question. Is Sahara Irving a toxic mom? Let me know what you think. We'll chat soon.